All right, all right. It's your wonderful host, Demion, back with another episode of English and Coffee. And today I'm recording from Speedway. The time is 10 o'clock at night. So it's almost pitch black. And I'm sitting here drinking a mocha cappuccino with hints of hazelnut. I added two of those little hazelnut creams. You know, sometimes at gas stations they give the option to put vanilla, French vanilla, or hazelnut. Yeah, I grabbed the hazelnut, put two of those in. And I also purchased this big double dip chocolate muffin. So it's got chocolate chips and it's a chocolate muffin. It's got the nice fluffy top. Sitting here working on that right now. Just enjoying life. Taking it easy. We had a long week. We'll get into it. Let's go ahead and take a sip. Ooh, as you can see, I'm back with the hot coffee just for today. Can't pass up any mocha. But I hope all is well. Let's get into it. So, one of the things with this location that I'm at, being that it's kind of cut off from the people, it's kind of on the outskirts. You know, the gas station's over there about a good, not a quarter mile, but it's a good couple paces. You got to pass the restaurant before you get over there. And I park over here in this dark, dim lit area just to avoid the people because I really, like I said, I really don't like being around a whole bunch of people when they're out here and nobody's wearing a mask and they're doing all these things. Just kind of like to be in my own zone. But before I get in today's little, you know, helpful tip I was thinking about, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my week. So this week I had a bunch of paperwork to do, get done, get everything squared, everything uploaded. So it was really just uh, exhausting there toward the end because me, I'm somebody who likes to work under pressure. So I build the pressure on how I do that. I kind of tend to wait around to the last minute to do things. Like I pick a day that I'm going to do something and I wait till then to do it. And then it just somehow pulls out my top performance. I feel I do my best work when I'm under pressure. Um, so as a result of that, I only had three hours of sleep before I went to work <laughs> last day of the week. Very interesting. I survived off coffee. And when made it to the end of the day, the end of the work day, went and spent some time with my mom, hung out with her, came home, stayed up because it's Friday night. What are you going to do? You're going to stay up, right? So I, I remember playing the game about three o'clock and then I woke up. It was seven. I got up off the couch, went got to bed, laid down, woke up about 10, then got up and went back to work. I mean, that's just how it is, you know. When I say work, like on a Saturday, I'm talking documentation, a bunch of things, you know, just to tighten up, try to get ahead on the week. So, the weather here has just been terrible. It's not so bad tonight, as you see I'm drinking this coffee, hot coffee. But, we had a good bit of rain come down. I'm talking thunder, lightning out of nowhere, pouring down for about two days. But with that, it's good sleeping weather. You know, I don't know about you, but whenever there's a storm, that's some of the best sleep you'll ever have. Or if you have a little bit of pain, like if you've ever stubbed your toe or maybe you pulled a muscle or something like that and you just find a quiet space, nice cool breeze on you or AC blowing on top of you and you just kind of lay down, stretch out, get still for a second. Yeah, that's some of the best sleep you'll have. But I figured I'd give you this little tip here, and you may already know it, but I'm just going to show you how it could be used. So, as with uh, many languages, they all come with their own challenges, and it seems that some languages are more intricate than others. Everybody says English is one of the most difficult languages to learn. I don't see why. 
I mean, of course, I speak it, so there's no thought in it, but when you're when you're when you're learning another language like you know me with russian and i mean i know a little japanese a little know a little spanish a little french things like that some languages tend to have a, a word for everything they do in english it's probably one of the most flexible languages you will ever learn like if i'm going to the airport i'm going to the airport if i'm going to the store i'm going to the store i don't have to say i'm driving to the store i'm driving to the airport i'm flying to spain or i'm i'm uh walking to the desert or walking through the desert no we could just use one word go now if you understand the word go past tense gone or went and all these different variations that we have it's really easy to you know fill in things so you don't have to sit there and be looking for the perfect word like i just said you don't have to sit there and be looking for the perfect word that's probably not the best english but it, i mean there's a lot of words we use sometimes i mean when you just for the sake of speech for the sake of conversation for the sake of going you just say what you say as long as you have one of these key words you'll be able to use it in a conversation so you just get stuck sitting there so as i said go so let me just think of some of the ways that you could just use go. So if you're walking, driving, flying, it's a verb of motion. So any means of motion, you can go, right? You don't have to be exact. And with the rest of the sentence, the context will be there. So you don't need to sit there and be as, you know, I'm flying to Italy. Okay, you're going to Italy. What's the difference? Flying, going, one direction, right? Maybe even multidirectional. We don't care about all that. I'm going to the store, going to the mall, going to the movies. Now, I'm going to add on some, um, I guess, phrasal verbs so you could just hear different uses of this. Uh, just got back from the, uh, got back from the movies, right? Just got back from Italy. Got back from Spain. Um, we just went over the presentation. You could just say we're going over the presentation, and we just went over the presentation. You know. Might, might lose a few of you here, so hang with me. Um, going through something. Someone say you're uh, experienced. He's, he's under a lot of pressure right now. He's, he's having a difficult time. You can say, I'm going through something, right? Going through hell. Going through hell, right? We'll go through hell. Um, go is one of the best words you could learn to use in the English language. Went. Um, went through something went over that already we already went over that why are we talking about it he went under the water you know we keep it easy over here you don't need you don't need a separate word for every little every little directional uh part of speech you want to say if you're going over something you went over something uh, you will go over it you're going through it go is just that word you need to hang on latch on to and just ride with so a lot of times, maybe even in your language, let me take another bite of this little muffin. Mm. I wish, I wish you could taste this right now. I have a mouth full of chocolate. Mm. But, like I said, went, go, going through, going to, even with thoughts, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. Will you propose to her? I think I think I'm gonna do it this weekend. Gonna do it. See? See so if going, gonna do it. 
right? So gonna would be more, I guess, the colloquial English and things like that, but it's just a variation of go. I will do it. I'm going to do it, right? And then do, doing, doing, done, did. Did you do it? It's already done. You know, you don't need to, like, find a new word, reinvent the wheel just to try to get something done. You could just sit there and, and use some of the most basic principle English when you get stuck on a word and you're trying to figure out how to connect things. You know, and, but, with, go, gone, did, the, and, and. A lot of people don't even know the difference between and and and. You know, I'm going to write an article. Right, I'm going to write an article. You know, I'm going to buy a house. So there's certain times we do it. Can't really speak on why we use A, you know, and A-N at different times. But I guess it just makes sense with whatever the next, uh, the following letter will be in the next word. You know, um, he wrote an article about uh, Susan. Susan's going to write about uh, write an article about an elephant. Right? Um, what is that? That's, that's an ant. Right. I mean, I don't know. English. I mean, just don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Just don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Don't sit here and get hung up on the rules. And it's got to be this. and It's got to be that. Especially if you're just trying to speak English, you know, with your friends, conversational English. I mean, if you're trying to be in a professional setting, you can still use this English because after the speech is over, they're like, whoo, that was a long, a long lecture. I'm glad it's over. Ready to go get a bite to eat. Anybody try to grab a bite at McDonald's? You know what I mean? Like we're not you know, stuck on ourselves to where we have to just be prim, proper, super formal, uber duper all the time. I mean, just freaking, just freaking speak English, enjoy and live it. You know what I mean? You know, there's certain words that you don't want to say. Words like ain't. You do not want to say the word ain't. That's probably one of the worst words you can say in English. Ain't. A-I-N apostrophe T. That, that's, that's bad. You don't want to say that just because it's just, you know, it's, it's not correct. Only There's only certain people that say, I ain't going to do it. No. I say, I'm not doing it. But don't say ain't. As long as you don't say that, there's a few other words can't really think of them right now. You know, I'm sitting here got my mind on this chocolate, mind on this coffee. But, um, yeah, don't say ain't. And when it comes to using the word go, went going through um just play with it and and see which which kind kind of combinations you could come up with just because you don't need to overcomplicate it. english is not the the hardest language in the world there are other languages you know on that one i think i'm just really going to enjoy this and i know there was a lot of information there hopefully you can absorb it maybe you already got it um love to hear from you let me know what you think of it and on that one i'll see you in the next one